Hi, it's Carrie Lee, the podcast producer at Dating Without Drama. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Just a quick note, there is some adult language in this episode. And also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye. Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Lisa Shield. Welcome to Dating Without Drama, where I give you my unique take on everything related to men, love, dating, and romantic relationships. My practical yet spiritual approach to getting emotionally naked and attracting what I call a guardian of your soul will be music to your ears. So let's get started. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello. I'm going to talk a bit today about how it's so easy for us to just jump to labeling men as being emotionally unavailable. It's something that's very easy to do. And the truth is men have a very different emotional journey than we do in life. You know, most men are raised with comments like big boys don't cry And if they show emotion, they're told that they're sissies or people call them names. You know, it's just, it's how men are socialized. Men really are taught that it's not okay for them. It's not masculine to emote or have feelings. And so they learn at a very early age, not just from women, not just from their mothers or their parents, that they have to hide their emotions. The worst part about it is that they get teased by other men. So they're told that, you know, that they're sissies or they're pussies or, you know, whatever, but they get bullied and teased if they show emotion and they get this at a very, very early age. So yeah, men have a very different journey than we do. We can cry for a girl. We can get away with throwing fits and whatever, but boys don't get away with that the same way that we do. And so, yes, they do learn how to suppress their emotions. But one of the things that I feel or that I've learned, because you see, as a woman, as an empowered woman, as a powerful woman, as a smart woman, I like to take responsibility for my part in this equation. I like to look at what I can and can't do as a woman to influence men. So one of the things, whenever we blame men or we label them as being emotionally unavailable or whatever labels we put on them, we give our power away, right? We say men are like this and there's nothing we can do about it. And then that's how we treat them. To me, one thing I learned was that my power lies in asking myself the question, well, how can I have sway or influence you know, over men in a positive way? How can I bring out the best in them? And one of the things that I've discovered is that we as women have a tremendous capacity. We have a gift, in fact, for being able to draw out the best in men. One of the things that we can do, and I consider this a superpower, is that as women, because we have so much more access to our emotional worlds, we can open up that space for men. We have the ability to open up a space for men where they can actually feel safe coming to us and sharing their innermost thoughts and dreams with us. We can do that by being those rare women who embrace the idea that we do have power and a deeper, more easy access to our inner emotional worlds. 
And that is a space that we can open up for a man. Here's the beauty. There are many men who do want to open up to us. They really do. They're not emotionally unavailable. In fact, many, many men learn at a very early age that it isn't safe to open up to some women. Maybe a woman in their past said, oh yeah, you can tell me the truth. You know, just tell me the truth. I just don't want to be lied to. And then they did and she lost it. She didn't like what she heard. Who knows? You know, maybe he did something that she didn't approve of and she found out and she corners him and she says, look, just tell me the truth. Just tell me what happened. And so he comes clean and then she blows up. So it's kind of a setup. And we as women do this all the time. We tell men, oh, it's safe to tell me the truth. And then we turn around and we lose it. We yell, I can't believe you did that. How could you? Didn't you stop to think about how it would make me feel? After we've set them up to get them to open up to us. So it's very, very important to learn how to navigate these situations with men and how to create a safe environment for a man to actually open up to you. And if he does open up to you, then you want to say, thank you for being honest with me. Thank you for telling me the truth. You know, I really appreciate it. And I know that that was very hard for you to do because you were afraid of how I might react. You were afraid that you might get a response from me if you told me the truth. In fact, my guess is that you didn't tell me the truth because you were worried about how I would respond to you. I can tell you that I'm not happy about what you did. It doesn't make me happy to hear that, but I want you to know that I would rather hear the truth than us live a lie. I don't want to be in a relationship where we have to hide things from each other. And yes, now that I've asked for you to tell me the truth and I know what happened, you know, I have to sort through my feelings about that. But thank you for your honesty. Do you see the difference there? A man not only is going to feel in the future like he can tell you things that you might not want to hear or that may be hard to hear, but he also knows that you're not going to blow up, you're not going to react, and that you're going to be able to take it like an adult. And men really admire women who have control over their reactions. I know I didn't always have control over my reactions. I know that I would do that. I would try to get men to open up to me and you know confide in me. How many of you have ever done that? like asked a man to be honest with you, just said, tell me the truth, and then turned around and lost it, really reacted once he did. Men really respect women who are measured and grounded and can hold it together and express themselves without losing their cool. And I can tell you, yes, me. (laughs) Yes, Anna's got her hand up. Yeah, we all, this is something that men know that women do. And I'm not justifying lying. Don't get me wrong. I'm not justifying, you know, a man not telling us the truth. But I will tell you that they know that if we do find out certain things that we don't like, yes, I did communicate with my ex-girlfriend. Yes, 
I did go to a strip club with the guys, right? They will know. They know that if you're already asking them and cornering them and whatever, and just tell me the truth, tell me the truth. I just want to know the truth. They know that the minute that they tell you the truth, you're going to lose it. And so a lot of men don't feel safe opening up to us. The flip side of this for me, <laughs> Martha says, oh, yeah, several times in the past, you know, you've apologized. That's good, Elena. That's good that you apologized afterward. That's very good. You know, I know for myself that I decided that I wanted to be an adult in a relationship. And I think being an adult for me in a relationship meant that I had to learn how to make room for the man, that it couldn't always be my way. And as a woman, I had to also understand that men aren't exactly like me. They're different. Their needs are different. The way they move in the world is different. And so I decided that I really wanted to start to have a more adult rapport and interaction with men. And so I started to look at my reactions, how I was behaving, how I was talking to men and reacting to them. And the beauty of this, you know, all of this is that one day my husband looked at me and he said, you know, I don't think there's anything I haven't told you. And if I haven't told it to you, it's not because I wouldn't. It's just because I haven't thought to tell you yet. And he can talk to me about anything. He can talk to me about, you know, ex-girlfriends, ex-lovers. He can talk to me about almost anything to do with who he is as a man and about his past and all of those things. You know, it's really remarkable that he is able to say anything to me. And we're talking about not just a guy, but a man, like a real man. And he can share his innermost thoughts and feelings with me and know that he is safe, that there's nothing in 18 years that he's told me that I felt offended by, that I've got upset uh, you know, with him about, that I've brought up again later and said, why did you say that? Nothing, absolutely nothing. And I think that the more he's opened up to me and the more safe he feels, the more he feels he can tell me things. So men are waiting for us to lose it. They're waiting for us to blow up. They're waiting for that setup where we tell them, you can tell me the truth and then we lose it and they realize, no, I can't. She's not going to understand she doesn't really get me. She doesn't get men. And I think it's really important to have relationships with men where we all are able to bring our full selves to the relationship and not just a part of who we are, you know, that we don't have to hide the things that we think are going to make our partner pull away from us or not like us or think that we're not a good partner it's important that we can share all of those things. Male vulnerability doesn't sound like female vulnerability. When women are being vulnerable, it sounds very different than when a man is being vulnerable. And men know that male vulnerability is often not something most women want to hear. We feel very threatened sometimes by hearing the male truth. Sometimes it causes us to feel insecure. 
I mean, if we were to ask a man, do you think, you know, my best friend is beautiful? He would probably answer, oh, you're so much prettier than her. But in the back of his mind, he's probably, you know, might be thinking, yeah, she's hot. But is he going to tell you that? Probably not. He might be afraid that you would get upset or feel inadequate or start to think that maybe he has the hots for your girlfriend. So a lot of times men know that they can tell they, they will tell us what we want to hear. But for me, I didn't want that kind of relationship. I didn't want a man to tell me the things I wanted to hear. I wanted to be in a real, honest, raw, you know, relationship with my husband, with my partner, where we could be authentically who we are. So if Benjamin were to say to me, yeah, I think she's beautiful, I would be okay with that. It would mean more to me that he could feel that he could be honest with me than that he would feel that he had to tell me what he thought I wanted to hear. So I'll give you a great example of this. You know, I was really struggling. It was, I was getting up towards menopause and I had put on quite a bit of weight and I was not comfortable with my weight. And I asked my husband one day, does it bother you that I put on weight? And Benjamin said to me, if I had my wish list, you'd weigh what you did when we met. But he said, and you're the most beautiful woman I've ever known. And you turn me on more than any woman ever has. He was honest with me. He, yes, he did want me <laughs> to weigh what I did when we met. And I told him, I said, look, I may never weigh that much again. You know, it would really be tough for me to go back. And, you know, I would have to watch every single bit of food I ate. I would really have to control my diet and it would affect our ability to go to restaurants and enjoy time eating out. But if you really want me to do that, I will. And he said, no, I think you're beautiful and I don't want you to have to do that. And so it was a very sweet and real and honest conversation. But I always know if I ask Benjamin something that he will tell me the truth, that he won't lie to me and tell me what he thinks I want to hear. And I've created that environment with him. You know, I've created it by not getting reactive when he does tell me his true feelings and not getting upset. And he has said some things over the years, <laughs> not a lot, but there have been times where he's told me things that were very honest and that really were reflective of his truth. And, you know, sometimes they weren't easy things to hear, but they were true. And I would have taken that over anything. And sometimes, you know, I had to sit with the truth and be with it and not push it away and really look at where I wanted to run away from the truth. Because I think sometimes that's what we do. You know, we don't like what we hear and we want to run away from the truth because it is hard to hear. But if we want honest relationships, we really do have to step back and know that we may hear some things that aren't always going to be comfortable for us. So, you know, I would rather be a mature adult and have a completely open, honest relationship with a man. And I know I created that environment, but it also means being prepared to sometimes hear things that aren't always what you want to hear. Now, here's the flip side. 
I chose a man who is so kind and loving and thoughtful in the way he says things. And so Benjamin, you know, he chooses his words carefully. So Elena says, is it possible to recreate it as long as you're consistent? To recreate what, Elena? When you say recreate it, as long as you're consistent, consistency is important, you know, and it's okay sometimes. Like if a man tells you, like, yes, I did go to the strip club with my friends and you're not okay with that. And he lied to you or he told you he wasn't going to go. You are perfectly entitled to say, hey, look, I am so grateful to you for being honest with me. And it's very hard to hear that. I, I know that that's what happened. You know, I want you to feel that you can be honest with me. And yes, it is hard to hear that you lied to me and, you know, that you didn't just feel that you could be honest with me and say, hey, I know this isn't going to make you happy, but I want to go with my friends to the strip club. It's okay to say in a calm tone, <laughs> I, I knew that that's what happened and that's hard to hear, right? So you can be honest about your feelings. It's just not being reactive and acting out and throwing a fit and getting upset. Martha says, so if men say your friend is hot, what do I need to do to be okay? Martha, you need to know that, you know, there's guys that you think are hot. You need to be able to self-regulate. You need to be able in your own mind to be able to say to yourself, you know, that's okay. I'd rather he be honest with me than lie. And there are men that I think are hot. You know, there are plenty of men. I mean, I love my guy, but do I find certain men hot? You bet. There are certain men that I look at objectively and I'm like, whoa, you know, he's hot. Would I want to be with that guy? Probably not. You know, I mean, I love my husband. There's nobody else in the world I'd rather be with. No one. Like, I I said to somebody the other day, you know, I hope there's not reincarnation because, you know, I've done this life. I don't necessarily even want to come back here. But if coming back here would be the only way I could be with Benjamin again, then I would reincarnate a million times because I want to spend an eternity with him. So if that's the only way the two of us can be together, then yes, I would reincarnate, you know, and she was shocked. And she said, wouldn't you grow tired of being with the same person? And I looked at her and I said, well, then you haven't met the right person. <laughs> because when you do, when you meet that true guardian of your soul, you'll never grow tired of being together. Any other questions about male vulnerability, about how to create a safe environment for a man to open up and share with you? Just remember, if you say, please be honest with me, please just tell me the truth. I really would rather have an honest relationship than live in a lie because then we can never truly grow close and be true guardians of each other's souls. Even if I hear something that I might not like, I promise you I won't get upset with you. I may tell you that it's not what I want to hear, but I promise you I won't get upset with you or blow up at you. I really would rather hear the truth from you. I know it's hard. I know some men don't feel safe because women have gotten upset with them in the past, 
But I promise you, if you are honest with me, then I will respect that. And I promise not to react to you. That's how you make it safe for a man to open up and share. Martha says, that's true, Lisa. I come from a Latin culture where I was taught a comment like that from a man is disrespectful, but I want to change. Thanks, Martha. Yeah, it's not disrespectful. I mean, you know, Benjamin, my God, he said, look, I'm a healthy, you know, red-blooded man. He said, just, just know the moment I stop finding women beautiful, you know, is, is not a good moment <laughs> in a man's life. So of course men are going to be attracted to beautiful women. How do I know if a man is opening up too much, um, too much too soon? Elena, if you're feeling like it's overwhelming or you're sensing a lot of insecurity and somebody's trying to get your approval or he's just downloading on you, trying to get you to be, you know, his coach or his therapist, you don't want that. You know, it's one thing for a man to be going, oh my God, you know, my ex was just awful and you won't believe what we went through. She was horrible to me. Or to hear a guy say, you know what? My ex was pretty awful. Like it was not a good relationship. And man, am I glad I'm out of it. So one of those, he's whining and complaining. And the other, he's really taking responsibility for himself, right? He's just telling you the truth and he's just saying, I'm glad it's over. You know, I hope I don't go down that road again, but he's taking ownership and he's not looking for you to give him counseling or advice or coaching. Yeah. All right, everybody. Love to you all. I will see you all next time. And please tell your friends, please, please, please tell your friends. Bye-bye.